Welcome to Healing with the Masters. We are so delighted that you've chosen to hang out with us for this series of speakers, inspirational wisdom, powerful affirmations, invocations, activations, prayer, and healing. Healing with the Masters represents transformation to ignite your light and to show you a framework of possibility for moving into a new way of being in your life, modeling that for others in your life, and changing the whole planet. Enjoy this powerful series. Now, if you're interested in joining us live, then just go to hwtmpodcast.com. That stands for Healing with the Masters, hwtmpodcast.com. Register there for the current season. And did I mention? It's free. Join us absolutely free. You just have to register. But for now, enjoy these shows because they created the most amount of transformation. They created the most amount of buzz, insights, and miracles of possibility. These are just as powerful as the day they were recorded. The vibration and energies are still present and available for you. And if you're listening to them, it's because you're ready right now. Know that you helped to create this content. Your desires and intentions have brought this very broadcast here before you. So listen, engage, and enjoy. And again, if you'd like to join us in our live season, remember to go to hwtmpodcast.com. You just have to register. Join us, experience the light, absolutely free. Now enjoy this show. Welcome, everyone, and I am so excited to welcome you to another powerful show. This one is really cool. You've likely never heard of anything like this before, and um, it's about to change you. Uh, so I'm so excited to welcome Tom Palladino. I'm going to invite, um, introduce him more officially in just a moment, but I'm going to go through my little opening prayer. Um, this opening, just to let you know, kind of sets the stage energetically for you to tap into your heart of being. Um, it's energetically encoded to push you into a moment of presence so you can move into the show with tremendous allowing and expansion. So here we are in volume 13, and I want to welcome you, just welcome you to this powerful season. This two four, that 2014 set of seasons is unique in that it's our second year of the Aquarian age. And this is a year of let's get her done. <laughs> This is our soul group opportunity to commit to our journeys, engage in our lives, and in the process and together make a difference on this planet. We are delighted that you chose to hang out with us this season, and I want to remind you that you are beckoning forth all the content on this and every show of this season of Healing with the Masters. Your intentions have brought forth this very moment. So everything is here for you. That get her done energy is actually here for you as well. It's what you've been wanting. It's call, you're calling it forth. And that's what's so powerful about our Healing with the Masters community. You create the content through your intentions. And I also want to remind you about the healing part of our name. It means transformation, realignment, and repatterning. It means you are on a pathway to change it all 
and we are so excited at what you are about to create for yourself in your life. Now, you also may think that the masters are the remarkable speakers that we bring on each week, but we know that you are actually the master that you are seeking. All of the answers are within you, and the master teachers you're hearing on this series are giving you nudges and hints as to who you truly are, that bright, sparkling being of light and love that you are. I'm so glad that we've all come together in this beautiful community and are making a difference on this planet through everything that we are creating together. So thank you for joining us. Now today, I am so excited to welcome someone very unique who's really here on a mission to enlighten us into the possibilities of something that is, is here for us right now, ready to change and transform our lives. Tom Palladino, engineer, inventor, researcher. Tom Palladino has worked tirelessly behind the scenes for the last 25 years to develop an effective and safe way to disassemble pathogens, helping individuals to lead healthy, happy lives free from disease and physical upset. Unlike most scientists focused on papers and creating papers that are published, he instead has simply and profoundly worked directly with individuals and witnessed immediately the results. He has built, uh, on, a, he has built on a foundation of research laid by Nikola Tesla, Antoine, how do you say his last name, Tom? Priori. Anton Priori, Thomas Moray, and Galen, oh God, I'm never going to get that one, T. Galen Hieronymus, Hieronymus. <laughs> and discovered how to harness and distribute the power of scalar energy to remotely heal disease, infuse nutrients into the body, and even balance the chakras. This incredibly potent energy, also known as prana and chi, radiant energy, zero-point energy, and orgone exists outside the electromagnetic spectrum and has the ability to travel vast differences without a loss in potency. As Tom explains it, this energy and his method have a power to rid the human body of thousands of diseases from, from bacterial and fungal infections to protozoan and viral infections. He believes that scalar energy treatments is the cure of them all. He is able to administer scalar energy, reverse phase angle harmonic of, uh, administer it to reverse phase angle harmonic of pathogen and actually cause agents of infection to disassemble or fall apart. And you're going to hear later some testimonials that are just crazy about how this all works. Because scalar energy operates at the quantum level, it is capable of disassembling all types of pathogens, eliminating the cause of disease. So welcome, 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 Tom Palladino to Healing with the Masters. It's delightful to have you here. Thank you, Jennifer. It's a, it's a pleasure to be here, an honor. Thank you. So, uh, you know, as I was reading um, the, your bio, I'm like, how on earth did you get into this? <laughs> this is really <laughs> finite information that, you know, not a lot of people on this planet are exploring. Actually, there might be more than we realize, but um, how did you get into this? It, it, it's really a combination of mysticism and scientific inquiry. It, it, this beckons the, if you will, the supernatural. <clears throat> Only God can really teach you this, this science. Scalar energy is, is really a esoteric science still to this day. And through a great deal of prayer and, and research, and in particular looking at the works of my predecessors, people 
to the likes of Nikola Tesla, I've been able to, if you will, assemble this puzzle, this scalar energy puzzle over the years, and to the point that I now have a functioning instrument. I now have a scalar energy instrument in which I can control this energy and direct it. Um, so to, to answer your question, it's really a combination of, of God's wisdom and scientific inquiry. Well, that is the, um, the next phase, I think, of our evolutionary progress in science, isn't it, to, um, to um, tap in and have faith in God's wisdom as we do research and scientific inquiry using the scientific methods um, of, of the ancients. So how, how, when and where and how did the God's wisdom start to come in and allow that balance? <laughs> sure. As a youth, I started to read about Nikola Tesla. And for those who, who are not familiar with Tesla, um, it, Tesla was really the first scientist who, who delved into this, this science of scalar energy. Now, let me lay a, a, the background. There are two energies in the universe. We have the electromagnetic spectrum, electricity and magnetism that we are well aware of. But Tesla, in his genius, knew that there was a second energy. Um, we call it today scalar energy. It's also known as chi, prana, um, ether, zero-point energy, etc. Tesla, Nikola Tesla, over 100 years ago, developed scalar energy to the point that he likewise had functioning scalar energy instruments. And gleaning through his work, through his lifetime endeavor, um, I found that he could do incredible things with these scalar energy instruments. But sadly, so much of his wisdom, so much of his learning is, um, is either lost or has essentially been suppressed by, by the authorities. I took it upon myself, as have some other researchers, to resurrect his work, to, if you will, bring it back in, into vogue. And with that said, I'm, I'm happy to say that I have developed a scalar energy instrument it's unlike electricity. It, it's not an electrical apparatus. And with my scalar energy instrument, I have found a technique in which with this life force, with scalar energy, I can either assemble matter or disassemble matter. So hence, I would, I would offer that scalar energy is responsible for the geometric form of the universe. It's, it's truly a profound discovery. Wow, it sounds like something out of uh, out of a sci-fi movie. Uh, d disassembling <laughs> matter. I mean, ooh, ooh. <laughs> of course. So, so tell me about. Um, so, you you played with. Um, it feels like you're also being influenced by Tesla. I'm just tapping in uh, that there is also like almost a, a connection between you and him. Is 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 my assessment true? I, I, that that's true. I. I continue on with his work, and I know that I have been entrusted to, to further his works, as have so many other people. Um, I hear that call, and I'm taking the, that call very seriously. Um, we will resurrect, again, Tesla's work, and we will see with it, we will be able to change our lifestyles. Mm. Scalar energy will have such an impact on our lifestyles. We will really essentially... Um, um, benefit 
tremendously, e- even more so from scalar energy than what we have from the electrical age. My prediction is scalar energy is much more versatile and offers greater benefits than that what we experienced um, 100 years ago from the electrical um, age that has, has now brought us, what, into the modern age. Hmm. So tell us a little bit. Um, I, I actually am I'm tapping in, I, and it almost feels like there's scal- scalar energy in your voice that is actually transmitting something. Uh, could that be happening? I believe so. I would, I would consider that scalar energy is not only a, a physical, it has not only a physical character about it to assemble mass, but scalar energy also is our thinking. A, a thought process is really a broadcast of scalar energy. A feeling is really a broadcast of scalar energy. So if you detect something in somebody's voice, then really, in essence, that's their scalar energy. They are broadcasting scalar energy by way of their voice. Hmm. I would agree. Wow, that's cool. So, um, and with it, it feels like there's, um, I, I anyway, I feel like I'm somehow calmer and um, and I'm more engaged in what you're saying. Um, at, you know, you've got that researcher kind of thing going on, and sometimes I glaze over, <laughs> and I'm not at all. I am so present right now. This is really cool. Beautiful. So, tell me about scalar energy. Let's talk a little bit about a little bit more about what it is. You, you talked about it as pra as chi, and yet you have a device, and you're talking about disassembling. So, so give us a little bit more of a of this overall almost a holographic picture of scalar energy. What is it? Where does it come from? Scalar energy originates from the stars, from our the sun of our solar system, as well as the stars of the universe. Um, I believe it's the predominant energy of the universe. It takes the shape of a double helix. And I believe all stars of the universe emit this energy, and this is the primary energy of the universe. Now, it's my contention when this double helix breaks down, it can break down and degrade into electricity and magnetism. So my point is this. Scalar energy is the life force of the universe. All energy begins as scalar energy. Scalar energy permeates the universe. It is ubiquitous. Um, However, in some paradigms, we have this energy, this double helix that will break down into what? Two components of electricity and magnetism. Now, in the world we live, we we are surrounded by scalar energy, but we simply don't recognize it. Um, it, It's attenuated, if you will. So you have to actually... Um, augment it. You have to amplify that energy and then be able to broadcast it. That is what I have done with my instrument. Hence, my scalar energy instrument is a miniature sun in which I can take the, the primordial energy of the sun and then direct it, broadcast it to people or objects. That is, that's the telling point of my research. I've been able to harness the energy of the stars. Wow, and I've I've heard that you can actually um, light light bulbs, and they're not plugged in. Is that right? That, that's correct. Within my home, within my laboratory, within my office space, wherever I have the scalar energy instrument, the room will permeate with scalar energy. Now it's a local environment, but nevertheless, it is a scalar energy environment, it's a different paradigm than that of the electromagnetic environment. And I have noticed that 
within my laboratory, I'm able to illuminate light bulbs. The light bulbs will, will simply generate um, power by virtue of the fact that they are within this, this environment, within this force field of scalar energy. All of this portends to, the, to this hopeful um, extrapolation of this work to the point that if I can illuminate a light bulb locally, then I should be able to illuminate a light bulb at a distance. I should be able to broadcast scalar energy at a distance and illuminate light, light bulbs or anything, if you will, at a distance. That would be a godsend to mankind, and that's, that's one of the experiments that, that, that grabs me right now and that I, I hope to perfect within the next year. Um, uh, this is kind of a, a strange question, but I remember reading about t Tesla and relating it to the Schumann resonance of the Earth. Is, 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 um, is there anything to that? Probably is a weird question, but <laughs> I've always been curious about it. I've never known anyone who knew Tesla. And do you know about the Schumann resonance? Yes, yes. The, the Schumann resonance mm -hmm. um, it, it's approximately 7.8 um, uh, as a frequency, and it, it does surround the Earth. Now, I believe that that resonance in itself is, is some way um, brought about by the stars, by the sun in our universe. This human resonance does indeed blanket the earth. Um, and and to, to what extent and, and, and to how this interacts with, with our human being, with our, with our world, it's, it's truly profound. My point is this. The human resonance is generated from the stars. All energy comes from the stars. The stars are the point of origin. And when the stars emit scalar energy initially, scalar energy in some paradigms will break down into, again, electricity or magnetism. Hence, the Schumann resonance is this resonance is some manifestation of scalar energy that has been what? That has stepped down into the electromagnetic spectrum. Nevertheless, what gives it life? What, how does the Schumann resonance perpetuate? Well, it perpetuates because the stars perpetuate it. My point is the stars, the sun of our solar system, the stars of the universe are responsible for all light. And light is the beginning. Light serves as the, the instructions for physical matter. All matter takes a shape. All matter assumes a physical geometry on account of the fact from the instructions of light. It's a profound thought, and a lot of people are starting to attend to this. Light precedes physical matter. Light represents the instructions for physical matter to what? Assume a shape. So first you have the intelligence, which is light, scalar light. And from that you have what? The universe. Hence the Schumann resonance is simply a manifestation, the effect of scalar energy, what that is being broadcast from the stars of our universe. Uh, so that's cool. Thank you for that answer. And it's almost like there's this. I've always uh, I, I do cranial sacral therapy, and the Schumann resonance mirrors the 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 uh, the, the cranial rhythm in the body. And I always thought that there was something uh, really interesting about that. So th this notion of intelligence. The intelligence of light that creates uh, the physical universe 
is really what scalar energy is. Am, am I getting that? That's correct. It, wow. And we could, we could go back to the book of Genesis when uh-huh. God said, let there be light. Right. And with that command, then the universe formed. So light are the instructions for the universe. Light, scalar light, are the blueprints for the entire universe. Before you build something, you have to have blueprints. You have to have an intelligence. And as you said, light serves as the instructions, the intelligence for everything. That is what I have discovered. Scalar energy, if you control scalar energy, you can control matter. Because it all derives from what? That, that primal essence. It all starts as light. Scalar light is the, the initial impulse from God to assemble, to form, to create the universe. Wow. So um, could you, would you consider um, scalar energy to be what a lot of people call the field? Yes, yes. We've, we've heard other terms such as the field or the matrix. Uh-huh. What is the matrix? Well, a lot of people have have concluded, and, and rightfully so, that the universe is connected. You said earlier in your opening comments that the universe is somewhat holographic. I would agree. Scalar energy that is emanating from all of our stars serves as the the connection. Everything is interconnected by scalar energy. Scalar energy is the matrix that connects all physical objects. So really, we are all connected by way of this starlight, this sunlight. This this is really a, a, a the consideration for this energy is that it's the perfect communicator. If if sunlight, if starlight simply permeates our world, and we are in this sea of energy, it serves as the perfect way to communicate. Hence, scalar energy is literally connecting each physical object in this world throughout the universe. Hence, the universe is interconnected. Hence, the universe is indeed a hologram. And the acting principle, the animating principle of that hologram is scalar light. Wow. So if scalar light, this is so cool, Tom. Um, And it feels like there's something honestly opening up inside me and I can feel it opening up in the audience. And even though we're having, it appears that we're having a somewhat cognitive conversation, but kind of like what you said, you listen to the God wisdom as well as the, the, the wisdom of science and matter. It feels like the same thing is occurring right now energetically for us. Um, so from that perspective, if scalar energy is intelligence, the intelligence of light that creates matter, um, is our, could our, and we've talked about how th- thoughts can create reality, um, is our, are our thoughts part of this scalar matrix? Yes, yes. When we think, we are actually broadcasting scalar energy. Every thought is really a scalar energy broadcast, an emanation of scalar energy. Now, I'll extend that to the point where we've heard of telepathy. How is it that people can, can communicate over a long distance without anything but mind power? Well, that's very simple. You're broadcasting scalar energy. Telepathy, the ability to, to broadcast your thoughts at a far distance and for somebody to receive those thoughts that is simply scalar energy communication. 
So again, we're not communicating within the electromagnetic spectrum. This is a different way of communicating. It's, a, it's another energy. Scalar energy is an entirely different paradigm with different characteristics, different properties of that of the electromagnetic spectrum. Hence, we can enjoy so many other benefits that we do not have by way of the electromagnetic spectrum. So to answer your question, every thought is a scalar energy projection. When we think, we are projecting scalar energy. When we feel, an emotion is a projection of scalar energy. It's really profound when you consider it. So, and th those become the instructions for the, quote, matter that we create in our life then. Exactly. Wow. Uh, giving more credence to the notion, think positive, good, holy thoughts, because you will develop what you think, what you feel. If, if you have a positive thought, then indeed you're going to effectuate an outcome that will be positive. Our thoughts eventually transcend into physical reality. Yeah, um, you know, using this protocol that you're, uh, you know, of, of, of creation, um, that if our thoughts are, are scalar light and they are in the instru instructions for matter, then boy, <laughs> um, that's really an amazing way to, to, to think about that, that um, it's a kind of a different angle of perception of how our thoughts create reality in a more uh, kind of refined way that, that takes the, mis to me, that takes the mystery out of it. Um, so that it doesn't have to be. I wonder if that's true. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. that's how it works. Yes. That's it's really... very simple. It's very profound. And there is, yes, there, this is the cause and effect that we've been looking for. Scalar light, in my estimation, will prove, will validate so many mysteries, so many miracles. We've looked for the answer. Well, a lot of those answers cannot be answered. A lot of those questions cannot be answered by way of the electromagnetic spectrum. Scalar energy is the answer to so many of our conundrums, to so many of our modern-day mysteries. Take, for instance, somebody who has healing hands. Well, when somebody puts your hands upon someone else and, and pronounces a blessing and that person is healed, many times people will say, I feel energy, I feel light. Well, what is that? That's scalar energy. Healing hands are scalar energy hands. And some people have this gift. Some people can simply lay their hands upon somebody else and impart this, this broadcast can project scalar energy. And in so doing, yes, scalar energy can what? Not only produce physical cures, but emotional cures. So that's the science behind it. Yes, it's a beautiful miracle. It's a gift from God. But it also calls to mind some type of physical reality, which is what? Scalar energy is the animating principle behind healing hands. Wow. Is it also something that is part of uh, prayer? Yes. Yes. Every time we pray, we are projecting, we are broadcasting scalar energy. And I've said this a number of times. This is why Jesus has told us so many times to pray. Pray without ceasing. If you're praying on a daily, regular basis, you are essentially, you're broadcasting scalar energy to the world. And ultimately, these prayers have, have their way of working its way into the physical domain. Prayers can change the course of nature. Prayers can change the, the course of events. Prayer is a scalar energy propagation. 
it is it is a real it has a true physical component to it when you pray you're actually broadcasting scalar light that's the beauty of it do you think there'll be a time when we don't need an instrument that our being itself could light a light bulb <laughs> yes really yes. and i and i hope I, I hope what i'm doing is just a stepping stone I'll, right uh, it's my contention that the ark of the covenant that we've read about mm -hmm. The Ark of the Covenant was a scalar energy instrument. I'm mm. convinced of that. Mm. And that was, if you will, the bridge to God. The scalar energy the scalar energy is a first principle, a first expression from God. So if you had the Ark of the Covenant, you had this scalar energy instrument that uh, would allow you, to, that would give you the presence of God. Well, I think all of us have this in our being. We have this capability. We just have to capitalize on it. We have to recognize how is it that we can can perfect and broadcast and use scalar energy to benefit not only ourselves but our the world our fellow man um okay so um it, it's it's um i just feel so really really beautiful right now it just feels really sweet energetically on the call and um scalar energy is the instruction light instruction for creating matter so you have figured out a way to now disassemble matter in the form of pathogens and viruses and right. and uh, um, uh, hormone upsets and um, Lyme disease and herpes virus and psoriasis and infected teeth and helping cats and dogs and so um, what exactly is going on through the the use of scalar energy and your instrumentation to disassemble these things? Sure. Um, scalar energy has the ability to assemble matter or disassemble matter. I have perfected an instrument that will indeed disassemble germs, viruses, bacteria, fungi. And it's a very simple technique, but quite profound. For instance, if I wanted to disassemble the, the hepatitis C virus, I would simply take a photograph of hepatitis C, an actual photograph of the virus, and place it in my instrument. My instrument, the scalar energy instrument, would pick up the energy on the photograph. Everything is done by light interpretation. There's no human interpretation here. So a photograph of a virus can be interpreted by a scalar energy instrument. And then instructions, a broadcast of energy, could be sent into a person. And that broadcast of energy would instruct the virus inside a person to what? Break apart, to disassemble. Now, that's the theory. In practice, um, it's been successful. Uh, just recently, actually last week, um, somebody wrote a testimonial on, on, uh, to, and gave it a, a glowing report. After one month of scalar energy treatments, this individual um, went and and received a DNA test, it's called a PCR test, and the test came back negative for hepatitis C virus. Why? Well, I worked with this individual for one month. Um, we had successfully treated the individual throughout the course of 30 days. Um, after the course of these treatments, the test that this individual um, acquired indeed it showed, it revealed that there was no RNA um, left. There was no detectable viral load. So it's my contention that scalar energy broadcasts the right harmonic, the correct harmonic 
to what? To disassemble the hepatitis C virus. Um, very promising. Um, it's been substantiated by scientific testing. This is, if you will, going to be a great benefit to mankind. We will see that scalar energy does indeed have the capability to break apart in a painless fashion, in a fundamental fashion, germs. If you can remove the pathogen, if you can remove the germ, then the symptoms of the disease, what, diminish, and over time they, they abate entirely. Wow. How? <laughs> yeah. Holy. Uh, a true, uh, exactly. I'll, I'll second that. Wow. Uh, wow. You know, my... I, got, I'm to the point, Jennifer, that I'm receiving favorable scientific diagnostic test results that are saying, yes, the, the virus is undetectable. Yes, the, 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 the bacterium is undetectable. It, it, it appears that my instrument is working very well, <laughs> and the upshot of that is we are disassembling germs. If you can, if you can eradicate germs, yeah. the person no longer has that dis pathogenic disease. I, I've heard um, case studies, I've been reading some of your case studies here too, that Someone actually, the same thing happened with herpes. Now, herpes is is not curable. Uh, tell me a little bit about what happened there. Sure. Um, I've had a number of people who have submitted to diagnostic testing. Now, on, on a daily basis, I treat at least 1,000 people a day. I work with at least 1,000 people a day. Some of those people are kind enough and and willing to, to provide scientific testing as, as a backdrop as to the efficacy of what I'm doing. Okay, so let's speak about the herpes infection. Um, likewise, in order to disassemble a herpes virus, I take a magnified photograph of the herpes virus and I insert that in my scalar energy instrument. Now, this is no different than, than taking a CD and placing it in a CD player. When I take a magnified photograph of the herpes virus and insert it in my scalar energy instrument, my instrument will decipher the, the essence, the harmonic, I'll say, the actual harmonic of that virus, and then broadcast what's called the, re the reverse phase angle, which is the unbinding, which is the disassembling energy. Once that broadcast reaches a person, the light instructions are what? For the herpes virus to fall apart, to disassemble. So over the past year, a number of people have been kind enough to get what? A DNA test. Once again, this, it's called a polymerase chain reaction test. Highly accurate and it's well respected in the medical community. Everybody who has acquired this PCR test, the results have come back negative. Without exception, Everybody who has secured a PCR test after I treated them with scalar energy, no viral load is detectable. Every person has reported to me that the test has come back negative, that there is no, no genetic presence of the herpes virus anymore in their body. That, it's kind of astonishing, um, and it, it, it also it, it feels like it's so simple, Tom. Um, um, yeah, obviously you've yeah. been you've been working for decades on on this on this work. So, 
is it simple or <laughs> uh, it, it is simple wow and what i've done jennifer i've taken out of the equation human input and human error right i have an instrument it's that controls fundamental energy scalar light in order for me to direct that instrument i use photographs of germs photographs of pathogens so there's no human interpretation on my part so everything stays at a light level a light instrument that interprets that deciphers the light energy on a photograph and hence the final outcome is a projection is a broadcast of that light so with that I am able to if you will as Tessa would say find myself into the wheel work of the universe this is the instructions of the universe and since I can command now my scalar energy instrument to what to disassemble a virus with these divine instructions with this energy I have mastery over physical matter now I've perfected this for what for pathogens for viruses for bacteria for fungi um, there's obviously so many applications if we can take scalar energy and control matter my contention is this we can disassemble what is harmful and assemble what is beneficial to us scalar energy will allow us to have mastery over the physical universe so that we can if you will create what we want and simply disassemble what we don't need or what is harmful or what is would be considered a pollutant Wow. So um, I'm just curious, what kinds of things have you assembled, Tom? <laughs> I, I, I work principally with people now. I'm, I'm okay. trying to prove this through <laughs> by way of human health. Mm. So with that thought in mind, I have been assembling micronutrients. I'm able to assemble inside the human body vitamins, minerals, amino acids, phytochemicals, fatty acids, etc., and with the people that I work with on a monthly basis, I have what is called a nutrient program in which I can assemble over, presently I'm assembling approximately 125 micronutrients in the human body. And I do this all by way of scalar light. I tell scalar light by way of my instrument to provide the correct harmonic, the correct broadcast of energy so that the human body starts assembling inside the cell vitamins, minerals, again, micronutrients that are essential to, to our health. Um, I've found that with this technique, this nutrient therapy, people are indeed experiencing great benefit, both um, physical and mental benefits from having the right diet, if you will, from having the, the correct micronutrients finally inside their body being assembled by way of scalar light at the fundamental quantum level, um, they are insured of getting these, the nutrients that they need for, for proper optimal health. And um, um, all that's required is a photograph. How does the photograph work? In, in, I mean, I can, I, you talked about the photograph of the, of the pathogens. How does the photograph of the individual work? Okay. When I work with people, when I treat people, I work exclusively by way of their photograph. Now, let me explain that. 
again, I'm working with scalar energy that's not like anything that we've experienced with, within the electromagnetic spectrum. I can access a person by way of their photograph. When I insert a photograph of a person inside my scalar energy instrument, the instrument then automatically works within the matrix. What is the matrix? As I spoke earlier, the matrix is the connection, the, the concatenation of the universe. I can take a photograph of a person and place it in my instrument, and my instrument, by way of this matrix, by way of this hologram that the universe has already assumed, can broadcast energy to that person anywhere in the world. So frequently I treat people around the world by way of their photograph exclusively. Um, to, to give you the, probably the closest analogy by way of the electromagnetic spectrum is a cell phone. You can communicate with somebody by way of a cell phone. You don't need a physical wire. Two cell phones can what? Communicate with one another by energy, by this force field. And, and many times, sure, we need cell phone towers or satellites, but nevertheless, that lends itself to what? To the thinking that there is this force field and it's, we simply have to tap into it and then we can have a cell phone call. Well, scalar energy is just as wonderful, if not even much more wonderful. Scalar energy, by way of a photograph, will allow a connection with my instrument, with any other person in the world. I frequently treat people in Australia or New Zealand, and I do so exclusively by way of their photograph. So this lends itself to the thinking that even if you're on the other side of the world, scalar energy will connect with you and this broadcast of energy will have some type of benefit to you no matter where you are in the world. Wow, uh, it's it's amazing what you've created here, and um, you know, I'm curious about the scalar energy and how we, our thoughts are scalar energy, our prayers are scalar energy. That there, that the unit we are made of, we are made of the stuff of stars. Um, yeah. uh, everything within our body is also found in the stars. So, can we um, do any of this ourselves? Um, is there, do you have any practices or techniques that would allow us to, to tap into our own scalar energy and magnify and broadcast it in better ways? I think the best way, and, and we're doing it already, is by prayer. I think prayer is underrated. I don't think prayer is appreciated enough. Prayer does indeed have an effect in the physical realm. It has an effect in our everyday lives. And I believe prayer is the most potent way that we can manifest, that we can broadcast scalar energy. Now, it's always been my contention that our soul, everybody has a soul. The human soul is composed of scalar energy. And the reason I say that, many saintly people have been able to look inside a person and see their soul. Well, the soul is always filled with light. And as we understand, the soul is eternal. Well, that lends itself to my understanding and Tesla's understanding of scalar energy. Scalar energy is, is a force field. It's light, just as our soul is. Our soul is eternal. It never dies. Scalar energy is eternal. It never dies. Now, let me explain that. Scalar energy is unlike electricity. Scalar energy does not experience entropy, which is a, what? A weakening of its signal. 
the, the scalar energy will not diminish. Once you broadcast scalar energy, that broadcast remains for eternity. It, it in no way will attenuate over distance or time. So if we take a, a, a flashlight and we shine a flashlight, maybe the reach of that flashlight might be to our visible eye, say a quarter of a mile at most. Imagine if we had a scalar energy flashlight and we shine that out into the universe. That light beam, that projection of scalar energy would exist for eternity. It would never die. That, that beam, that projection of light, if you will, is eternal. It does not experience entropy. It's, it's negentropic. What am I getting at? Scalar energy is an eternal form of energy. It does not weaken over time. It does not weaken over distance. Our soul is eternal. I am convinced that our souls are made out of scalar energy. So let's look at it within ourselves. We have within us a, a scalar energy presence. It's our soul. And when we pray from our soul, when we pray from our heart, we are projecting that scalar energy. And we can indeed affect the outcome of people's lives. We can make this a better world by praying. That's the profound part. God has given everybody a human soul. He loves us that much. And everybody can use scalar energy in the form of prayer to what? To make this a better world. So, um, you know, what does prayer look like to you, Tom? It's from the heart. Mm -hmm. It's from the heart. It could be any expression to, to help a friend, to help a family member, to enjoy good health, for world peace. All of those are projections of scalar energy. And, and it's really best, Jennifer, not to make it uh, formulaic, not to right. make it robotic. It right. really should be a sincere expression from your heart, from your soul. It's, it should not be robotic. It should not be by way of rote memory. That really is not that effective. A true projection of scalar energy, a true prayer, comes from the heart. It comes from the soul, and it has to be visceral. You really have to mean it, because if you mean it, then that's going to be a pure a pure projection of this scalar energy, this scalar light, and again, it's it's a manifestation of our soul. And and have you seen that um, that we can get better at it? So, for example, um, um, I've I've I think I witness sometimes that people kind of grow the capacity of their prayer muscle um, through practice. Um, ha have you seen scalar energy in kind of increase through practice? Yes. Yes, as, as we mature, as we have um, more of an interior life, as life goes on, as we become more spiritually mature, yes, um, and more emotionally mature, um, we can indeed develop that, that powerful prayer life, that, that powerful presence. Um, you've, you've seen this even in, in, in the world today of motivational speakers. Motivational speakers are wonderful. They're projecting a lot of good scalar energy on stage. Uh. <laughs> they're speaking positively. They're encouraging people. They're empowering people. Okay, all of that is a plus. All of that is, is, is very beneficial. Um, and, and, and I agree with that. I agree with that. Let's be positive. Let's not be negative. So whether you're a mystic who, who lives alone and spends a life in prayer, or whether you're a public speaker, I give you a lot of credit. Um, you have my praise, 
because you are projecting what is good. You are projecting. You're bringing people up. You're making this a better world. And I, I agree with that. All of us would agree with that, obviously. Well, that's a, it's a lovely thought, and, and I can feel the scalar energy of your intentions in this moment for all of us. Um, opening up um, and expanding us in this moment. Uh, you know, I have, I have a question about um, the um, the notion of the, the scalar energy being kind of the instructions, as we've been discussing, um, for for matter. And sometimes I feel like we have individual instructions that are intended for us, that are answers to some of our prayers, and yet we somehow close ourselves off to this scalar energy answer. Um, it, it, is there a way that we can open ourselves more to receive this this kind of gift from God that we uh, that is our birthright? Um, from what I'm hearing from you, is there a way that we yes, can open up more would, to it? I would I would say by being childlike, by by accepting what God wants to give us. Um, some of us we we put up barriers, whether we do it consciously or subconsciously. I I would simply say. When God wants to give us everything, and we simply have to be willing to accept his will and, and take it all in. Um, some of us have mastered that. Some of us just say, okay, thy will be done. Some people, they, they put up a fight. Some people put their human will in front of the divine will. If, if God really wants to bless us, and I say he does, and if God really wants to give us all these gifts, we simply have to find a way to accept them, to embrace them. What, what do I try and do? I try and be very open to, to God's will, to, to the Holy Spirit. I, I try and see every situation as an opportunity. And I try not to look at it from a negative standpoint. I try and say, okay, this is the circumstance that I'm faced with. Let's see how I can make this beneficial. Let's see what I can do um, to our benefit. Uh, it's, it's, um, a really, and again, uh, it, it feels like, um, your personal scalar energy and you get to work with your machine every day and it feels like there's something brighter there in, in you as, that is coming through you and is supporting us in our capacity in this very moment to open up, to receive, uh, source, all that is higher self, power animals, will, <laughs> I, I use. I always throw in power animals there, um, and in you know some people are uncomfortable with with the word God, but God is just simply source and divinity, and that that there is a capacity right here in this moment, folks, for you to open up to receive that will, and will is um, you know I think has gotten short shrift in our vernacular uh, of late. That will is a powerful thing, and the divine will is the will of love uh, ultimately. Would you say that's true? Yes, yes. The, the divine will is the, the expression from God, and I believe God communicates with us by light, specifically scalar uh, light. I right. would agree. Right, okay. And, that, and, and you know, is, is scalar light essentially love? Yes, yes, very good. I, I agree with that entirely. Um, love, I, I believe, is, is the, the strongest emotion. I believe when we love, we are projecting scalar energy. You know, frankly, people, there has to be some type of explanation for this. Some of us are in love. Some of us love our spouse. We love our kids. We love God. Whatever the occasion, how does this take place? What is love? 
Well, in part, and I don't mean to be antiseptic about this, love is really an, an attraction, a, a broadcast of scalar energy. And some of us have just such a, a longing, just such a, an emotive force behind all of this that our love, this projection of scalar energy, is what, to us, it, it makes the entire world different. So all emotion, and love especially, that's scalar energy in action. Really, thank you, thank you, Tom. Um, and I, um, and I'm. Uh, there's some emotion in my being right now, as I say, uh, with tremendous gratitude. Thank you, <laughs> thank you very much. Um, so uh, let's let's talk a little bit about um, some of the the uh, top accomplishments that you've achieved in the last two years with your with your scalar energy and and are you planning on moving beyond um health i mean health is just so obvious and powerful and and uh and important and and really really profoundly needed because um it's an obstacle to for so so many souls um but is there a pathway into other things besides health um as you move forward yes um i think with scalar energy it's it's literally how we can imagine, how creative we can be with this energy. I, I can rattle off a hundred inventions that utilizing scalar energy would change the course of human history. Um, in the past, I have perfected this technique to break apart, to disassemble viruses, germs, etc. It works. So now I'm trying to what? Go to the next step. The next level, hopefully this year, 2014 and into 2015, God will give me the wisdom in order to take this energy and to broadcast it at a, at a distance so that we can now avoid, if you will, the, the, uh, the grid, the energy grid. What am I getting at? Scalar energy is, again, ubiquitous. It's everywhere. I want to be able to tap into scalar energy, to broadcast scalar energy at a distance, and to illuminate and, and to power um, objects at a distance. I know I can do that. It's just a matter of time before I finally understand this process. Scalar energy one day will will replace our our fossil fuels. I'm convinced of that. Wow, that's very exciting, and um, and uh, 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 and I would uh, just um, ask. I'm I'm just requesting right now that our beautiful audience. Uh, hold beautiful Tom and his remarkable capacity and understanding and, and inventions in in your prayers so that we might bring this to fruition because there are forces out there that don't want that and I don't I think honestly I think uh, through our capacity with scalar energy right now I, I believe we've moved past the point of of such extreme danger um, to individuals who are moving the light so powerfully but it can't hurt to pray <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just feeling I was just feeling moved in that moment to add Tom and, and his inventions to your prayer because it really can change this whole whole thing. Yes, please. I, I need everybody's prayer. Um, and I will likewise pray for you in, in turn. I mm. will reciprocate. Mm. Uh, uh, prayer will will be the deciding advantage that we have. Prayer will make this a reality someday. Mm. So it's just um I've never been so excited and calm. <laughs> moment Tom, you, your energy is so uh, remarkable it's it's holding us all in a space of 
um, confidence and calm in what's possible for our health and for the for the whole planet itself um, um, for what's next. Um, so thank you. Uh, what what thank are you. some are there any other scientists that and are is anyone else on the planet playing with scalar energy? Yeah, there, there are a number of scientists. Um, you could almost Google them to, to find out who is active in this field. Sadly, there's, there's not enough of us. Um, it's going to take thousands upon thousands of people who will not only um, experiment and research, but essentially ultimately develop and, and, and be able to use these inventions on a broad-scale basis. Um, um, today, the, 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 our numbers are just too few. I could rattle off 10 names, and a lot of these scientists are, are um, rather obscure. Um, uh, they only receive acclaim every once in a while by way of an article that finds its way on Bing or Google. Right, right. So, um, so our prayers can expand the, the possibilities here. And um, yeah. it feels like a scalar energy, because it's outside the realm of electromagnetic energy, is likely going to come to fruition organically outside the realm of the electromagnetic influence of capitalism and the normal, the, the old uh, Piscean ways. Um, are are yeah. you kind of sensing that too? Yeah, yes. That, that's the old paradigm. It, it doesn't work. Um, that, the system we're working with right now is broke. We need a new system. Um, there's too much poverty in the world. There's too much suffering. Scalar energy is the doorway to prosperity. Scalar energy is the doorway for everybody to thrive. Scalar energy will, will essentially put everybody in the driver's seat, if you will. Scalar energy will empower everybody. Right now, we have monopolies that are controlling the world. Once scalar energy is embraced by mankind, there will be no need for monopolies. Everybody will be empowered. Everybody will have this incredible energy at their beck and call, and we will be able to do things that, were, that are unheard of, that, that we could only imagine of. Wow, it's very, very exciting, Tom. Um, I'm, I'm thrilled that we, are, we have you on to, to spread the word. And we can start right now with our own health. And um, so what kind of things have you experienced as, as you help people put these, uh, assemble micronutrients into their, into their bodies? Uh, share a few stories. Sure. Uh, many people will report to me after two or three months of working with me that the micronutrient program serves to um, correct in many ways or reverse um, arthritis in part now, not, not exclusively, but in part, many people just don't have the right nutrients in, in their bones, in their ligaments, in their joints. I myself at one time earlier, I had arthritic knees. And I would attribute that to the fact that I wasn't, my, my knees were not getting the proper micronutrients that they needed for flexibility, for range of motion. Well, after a course of time, and subsequently I perfected the micronutrient program, I, I have no problem bending down. I no longer have any stiffness in my knees. I was developing arthritic knees, so I can speak for myself. When you place nutrients by way of scalar energy, when you can assemble nutrients inside your body, your body now has what? The necessary fuel, the necessary essential nutrients to, to what? To respond, to regeneration is abetted. You have a greater range of motion. You're feeding your cells. You're feeding your bones. You're feeding your blood. And with these nutrients, 
your health is going to improve. It's it's inevitable. Scalar energy assembles nutrients inside the human cell. It's a perfect delivery system. So when I broadcast to you, say, vitamins, every cell of your body becomes a factory for vitamins. And in so doing, you don't have to worry about your bloodstream distributing a, a vitamin throughout. To the contrary, scalar energy will assemble vitamins inside each cell of your body. Hence, it's the perfect delivery system. And in so doing, you've, you've ensured an atmosphere, you've ensured an environment in your body that you're finally getting the, the nutrition that you need for proper mental and physical health. Wow, it's just so amazing. Uh, you figured out the disassemble and the assembling uh, aspect yes. of the kale through your machine. Is it a big machine? Uh, if I stretch it out on, on a table, I would measure probably nine feet in length, the entire operation. Wow. <laughs> it, it's, it's, quite, it's, it's quite profound. I, I call it my miniature sun, and it, it really is. Once I empower it and, and once I... Uh, the instrument is running. It's, I can, again, illuminate light bulbs within, within my laboratory, and it is quite powerful. And, uh, again, just to reiterate, it's a miniature sun. Mm-hmm. I have a miniature sun that I've developed. You, you sound like the, the Iron Man guy. <laughs> Do, are you inventing a suit that you can fly around in someday, Tom? Or <laughs> th- th- That's... Why not? Why that, not? Let's do it. Now, now, <laughs> now not, to be, not to be facetious, but here's another consideration. Scalar energy is the cause of gravity. Oh, my God. When, oh, when scalar wow. energy enfolds upon itself and it compresses, you have gravity. As, that gra- as, as a scalar wave will rarefy, will become less dense, you have anti-gravity. Wow. Scalar energy is the cause of gravity. Our Newtonian consideration of gravity is wrong. The cause of scalar, excuse me, the cause of gravity is scalar light. It, gravity is nothing more than another harmonic. It's, they're instructions from the sun. Gravity is caused by scalar energy. Well, I, I want to be one of the first once you figure this out, all right? Okay. <laughs> I'm coming okay. over, and I want to fly. <laughs> okay. Done deal. Yay! <laughs> oh, my God, this has been such an amazing conversation. Tom Palladino, wow, uh, what an amazing soul. Um, thank you for saying yes to your gifts um, so that you, will, you can share them with us. Um, I'm so honored to play with you. And, of course, thank you, Tom, for your generosity of spirit and for holding us in the energy of your scalar energy that is so supportive in this moment. Um, I, I feel really honored and blessed um, to um, introduce you to my audience and to uh, a larger uh, population of, of uh, those of us who are kind of at that cutting edge of change. So uh, thank you for showing up and saying yes to being on the show. Um, and uh, uh, thank you. Just thank you. I thank you. I thoroughly enjoyed myself. We covered a lot of territory. Um, your, your audience um, is likewise to be commended, and I thank you people for 
being so open-minded to this. God bless everyone. Mm, thank you. And thanks, everyone, for being part of today's show. Um, uh, you know, as I said earlier, your your intentions created this very moment and uh, created the opportunities that Tom is bringing forward to us. Um, it's because of you that we're all here. And uh, we're supporting each other through our scalar energy. <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm grateful and honored and, and truly privileged um, that you said yes to play with us um, this season and in any season. Um, we are grateful to have you as part of our community. Um, you truly make the difference for me and for everyone on this planet. I love you all. Thank you. And until next time, good night, everyone. Good night, Tom. Good night. Thank you. And remember, if you'd like to join us for any of our live shows, just register absolutely free at hwtmpodcast.com. That's H-W-T-M, as in Healing with the Masters, podcast.com. Come and join us. Just register for the current live season. <laughs>